0: Here's Backlund, the goal scorer for the Flames. He sends it ahead for Manjia Plani. Manjia Plani takes the shot! He scores!
1: Manjia Plani ignites the mayhem here at the Scottsdale Big
0: Saddle Dome. And ahead. It's now 2-1. to one.
2: You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth. From BetQL.
0: Welcome back, Welcome Beck back. Daily, right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe Gier and Hawks are with you on a Thursday as we look forward to what could be a big elimination day in the first round of the NHL playoffs. Four series, four games tonight with a 3-2 advantage uh, in all of them. We get a four game six tonight. It's going to be a great night in hockey. And let's talk about it all. Michael Leboff of the Action Network joining us right now on the Roman guest line. Michael, before we get to these particular games, these series, and everything uh, that we've seen so far, we've seen a lot of goal scoring so far in the first round. You know, unders in the NHL postseason have been more profitable last four or five years, but this first round has been a kind of carryover from the regular season where there are a lot of goal scoring. Are, have you been surprised by the amount of goals we've seen in the first round?
1: Yes, and no. I, I, if, I'm surprised because of the amount of, power plays that are leading to goals more than, um, the amount of scoring. I thought, um, you know, I, I was hoping that if, uh, there were, if the scoring went up, it was just because that, you know, like we saw during the regular season, the game was a little quicker than it's been. And it keeps getting quicker. Um, I'm a little disappointed with, with the way that the playoffs have been called, I guess, um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the amount of penalties we're seeing in, in each game kind of you know hockey's a five-on-five sport so uh, i'd like to see more five-on-five and i think that's part of the reason we're seeing uh, an uptick in, uh, in in scoring so um hopefully uh, at some point the uh the kind of ticky tack stuff goes away but uh last i know all last postseason a lot of hockey twitter people were, were up in arms about how uh the rest were letting too much stuff go and now everyone's upset with how little <laughs> they're letting go so uh, <laughs> It, there's no
2: there's no happy medium, I guess. Yeah, not uh, not if you're an over better. I mean, look at tonight. You've got one lower total. It's been five and a half throughout much of the series. Some have it at six. Got a six and a half. I, I saw some books post uh, Toronto Tampa Bay uh, line at seven tonight. So I mean, if you're just blindly betting the overs outside of the Dallas Calgary series, man, you are just at making an absolute killing. All right, we we've uh, got Tampa Bay Toronto. The line keeps going up. We know why. People keep betting on the Lightning because they're at home. They're in a desperate spot. And over the last three postseasons, they're a can't-lose bet after losing a game. Are you buying in? Are you going to bet on the Lightning?
1: I've been betting Tampa um, for most of the series. uh, and Every game, actually. So I'm 2-3. and I think it's a little too high right now. But if if it came back towards where it was for game four, minus 125 I would bet it um and then you know conversely like when they've when they've been on the road and they've been around plus 115 120 whatever um they've been closing that I've been betting that as well because I just I view these games as pretty much coin flips with the lightning having a a little bit of an edge with their uh their goaltending and and depth and um the ability to now match the Anthony Sorelli line against the Austin Matthews line because they have the less change at home is, is a huge deal. I mean, that's when, when Lightning have been able to get that matchup, the, the Matthews-Marner line has really struggled. And if you take that line away, I mean, it's, it's, it's a big, big problem for Toronto. So yeah, I, I mean, I'm closer on Tampa Bay, but this could be one where I, I end up sitting out uh, and just, just enjoying the show.
2: What's your assessment of this Panthers-Caps series? Uh, I live in Washington. I've had my heart broken before they won the Stanley Cup. Um, it seemed like things always crumbled in the playoffs. And then the last two games, it's like the Caps should have won, and it, it is a little bit heartbreaking again. I'm getting flashbacks.
1: Yeah, I, I've been betting uh, the Capitals. I think that the market's been kind of too low or uh, on Washington. I guess the correct way to say it would be They've been way too high on, on Florida. Um, and, yeah, the Caps are doing what they're supposed to do. I think game uh, yesterday's game five was maybe – it would be a little unfair to say that the Florida Panthers didn't deserve that one. I thought they, they played really well, especially after they went down 3-0. Um, but in the first few games, like the, the Capitals have turned basically every game into a coin flip, and when you're getting plus 160 at home and plus close to plus 200 on the road, that's all you can add. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm probably just gonna keep betting Washington and uh, le- losing these. Yeah, like you said, these, these heartbreaking losses and reminding myself every every uh, every day why I hate betting hockey so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Michael, with with seven of the series, obviously the Avalanche series is over and that ended quickly. But with with the remaining series, all at three two, uh, it is interesting. To look at the odds. Obviously, game to game, we're, we're playing these games, but big picture, are there any teams right now down? Two, three to two that you think could come back to win the series? Because you could get some pretty big numbers at this point on those teams if you think they can, uh, you know, come back and win game six and seven.
1: Yeah, I'd have the Oilers circled. Uh, they're going to be without Darnell Nurse, uh, which is not good for, for game six. Um, but the, the way that the series has gone, and full credit to the Kings, they, they played really well, and they played really well the past two games. Uh, the – The game environment should really, these have been pretty wide open games, back and forth, and uh, the Kings all season long, they were a team that was very good at uh, generating scoring chances and suppressing scoring chances, so they had good expected goals numbers and good high danger chance uh, rate numbers, but they didn't convert those chances. Uh, The Oilers, they did both those things, right? They they generated uh, more chances than they gave up, and they converted them, uh, especially under jay woodcroft because if you look at the the players on their team i don't, I don't need to go into it like because we know who who those guys are um finishing those chances off and they and they normally do so i think edmonton still even without nurse is is worth a bet um it's man it's, i don't know what what's going to happen to that city if they they lose tonight because you can, hmm. I, I thought that this series was a perfect matchup for them and everyone was so geeked up about the potential of a, a battle of alberta and uh looks like you know if you just look at the probability looks like they're going to come up short so but i i do think that you know plus you know i saw plus 150 yesterday on them and, and i bet that so i would i would bet enough of the teams down three two and of course like the rangers now have a little bit of uh, a lifeline or a lot I, they, they keep catching a ton of breaks I, i've never seen anything quite like what's going on in that series uh you're playing the number three goalie the number two defenseman's out since game one the their number two right wing's been out since like the third shift of game one and now Sidney crosby's out and it's still going to take a herculean effort for them to just get it to game seven but uh if crosby's out uh, that's jesus that's a big big problem
2: uh you just mentioned uh edmonton a moment ago when when you see Uh, some of the numbers out there. And, and, you know, there's some people that don't bet the NHL all year, but they do dive in a lot during the playoffs and, and they're getting up to speed with some of the data that is available. The expected goals against pretty high for Mike Smith compared to what he's allowed in Ned. Is, is that concerning or, or do you look at that and say, okay, he, he's playing great, great between the pipes right now? I, that's why I want to back the Oilers.
1: Yeah, that's the funny thing about what's going on with Edmonton is you, everybody thought. This is a good 5-on-5 five five team. They have the star power. They have the power play. It's going to all come down to whether Mike Smith holds up. And now, after five games, it's Mike Smith has held up, but everything else has let them down. Um, he, he's been really good. I mean, he's been, outside of Jake Ottinger and Jacob Markstrom, I think he's been probably the, the best goalie in the playoffs. Uh, he's, he's like, I'm, I'm shocked that he's been this good, especially because, of like you said, the way that these, these games, uh, the amount of, rubber he's facing every night the games have been wide open I I can't believe he's not making more mistakes he's such a, a an active goaltender he he he's always on the move he's always fidgeting he's skating all over the place um so a lot of times when I feel like when games get busy he gets himself into, into trouble but he's been he's been dynamite and that's part of the reason I I'm confident in Edmonton because if, if Mike Smith is doing his part this team should be uh, a contender not just to win a series but to to go on a run
2: Michael who do you think wins the con Smythe and also um, any value or anyone you like for Stanley Cup MVP
1: yeah I think the Smythe is always a fun market just because it it allows you to get exposure on on particular teams at a better number in most cases like you know I said before the the playoffs started that uh you know if the Penguins went on a run Sidney Crosby you, you should bet Sidney Crosby to win the con Smythe rather than um, Pittsburgh to win the Cup, and and now with him being injured, that's uh, probably not not going to go well for me. Uh, but players on on St Louis that, that I'm interested in because they'll they'll still be at a good price um, because of they're playing Colorado in the next round, and and if they if they get through, and uh, so you still get good odds. But Colton Perico is, is catching some some hype as a As a defenseman which normally defensemen don't win the con smite but if if st louis goes on a run with the way that their blue line's been banged up uh he's been just been a monster so and for a team that is all about their forward depth he's he's kind of stood out as a star so he's someone i'm monitoring for sure um and then certainly Bobrovsky, uh how well he's playing too i thought that the you know similar to the mike smith thing a lot of the the narrative going into the playoffs for the panthers was you know this team you know this teams can score they can outscore their defensive loss but if their goaltending doesn't hold up it'll be a problem and i assume that we want to see sergey Bobrovsky after uh they lost game three but andrew brunette stuck with him and, and he's been good and if this team does go on a run like they're going to owe a bunch to him and, and their scoring is so spread out that um i know carter for Hage had had a, a terrific game last night but uh, if, if he can will them to this series and, and the next one and, and and get them on a run, uh, he'll be interesting uh, in, in, as a as someone to monitor in, in the um, Consmite market.
0: Uh, Michael, what, uh, Claude Giroux, you mentioned the Panthers there. Giroux had a big moment last night. I watched him for a long time in Philadelphia and never got a chance to really... Um, win much in most of his career in Philadelphia. How how big of a difference maker do you think he's going to be? Obviously, he was last night, but moving forward for the Panthers here, th- just adding him, you know, probably one of the, the biggest names moved to the de- deadline this year. Giroux's uh, presence on the Panthers, how big of a deal is that for them as they try to move forward and, and make a run towards the
1: Cup? Yeah, I think it's a huge deal. And for – that means people don't realize. like we, The Panthers already were so deep offensively. They didn't really need somebody to come chip in another six or seven goals, but what they do need is they need someone who can win a big faceoff. They need someone who can can read a play right, maybe break up a a, a potential on man rush before it start gets started through like maybe a fumbling puck at the at the blue line. So someone with that kind of veteran head, that 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 presence is is a huge deal for this team uh, because I just don't think their their DNA as a team is just go go north to south, go north to south, go north to south. Uh, and, you know, whatever comes of my risk here, if the, if it generates a, a three on two going the other way, you know, so be it, because we know we're gonna get more three on twos uh, than the other team, or, or we'll score out more three on twos or two on ones than the other team will because it's our offensive talent. But in the playoffs, it's just a different, right? We're seeing what the Capitals are doing to them and they're doing a great job of just gumming up the neutral zone and, and preventing those kind of, uh, you know, two on ones for the Panthers or I man rushes for the Panthers. Uh, meanwhile, Florida's still trying to generate them, so they'll 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 turn the puck over uh, at the red line or at the blue line, and, and Washington can go the other way. So, with, with with Giroux, you're getting someone who, first of all, is coming from a, a different system, so he's not as he doesn't have that Florida Panther DNA in him yet. Or, I mean, I'm sure he he does, but um, he also has been playing a much more conservative style of hockey for the past I don't know, six years under Vigneault and and then Mike Yost. So. Someone who, who's just will be able to kind of put out a fire before it gets out of control on the ice, and, and the Panthers really don't have uh, many players, especially forwards, uh, who will think like that.
2: It's really something that, that we're getting seven game sixes for four of them tonight. How many of these series are going seven?
1: Well, if you, I, I like, I think Boston and Carolina. Like Boston, I, I think that even minus 130 is a, is a good price on them. Similar to what I was saying about Tampa Bay and Toronto, the ability to match that perfection line against whoever you want when you're at home is a huge deal. Um, they're the third best line in the NHL this season. They've probably been the best line in the NHL if you take all the last you know, six seasons together. It's It's been them for sure. Um, and in the playoffs, these kind of things matter, right? Like in the regular season, Red Wings came to Boston, and I thought I wouldn't really think, oh, well, you know, he can get the matchup he wants at home. I, you know, that stuff just kind of doesn't matter. But when you're playing the same team over and over and over again, it does. Like you're looking for any edge you can because the market has, has already been set, uh, and, and, you know, just there's just a ton of money pushing numbers around. So um, I think that's an a, a edge here. And, you know, obviously getting Charlie McAvoy back in the last game was a surprise, and ho- he, he should hopefully be closer to 100%. Cause he was sick uh, with COVID. It sounded like so. I-, I like the Bruins at the price. I wouldn't go higher than minus 130. I think we'll get a Game Seven there. Uh, like I said, Maple Leafs and Lightning. I would lean towards uh, Tampa Bay at the price, but 130 maybe is a little uh, too high. I would play minus 125. I like St. Louis as a pick'em. So that one won't go seven, and I like the Oilers. So three.
0: That'll be great. Three? I'll, I'll take three. Michael, we appreciate you hopping on. Michael Lebaugh for the Action Network on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash all now to get $15 off your first one. That's GetRoman.com slash all. On the other side, NFL schedule leaks, they are emerging. We'll hit those and what we know already right here on All Daily.